You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 22, Menovation, coming at you. All right. So we have a a fun, interesting topic. Uh, So we just celebrated Halloween. So it kind of spurred this conversation of, especially in the Christian world, not necessarily around Halloween because you could talk about that for days, but how do you handle disagreements in your marriage? Like, for example, when one of you agrees that Halloween is okay, the other one does not. One of you agrees that attending church, for example, is super important. One of you does not. So forth and so forth. So we're going to throw out a few examples um, stories and different areas where we've been talking about this. Does someone want to kick us off? Because I, I have a slight idea. I may ramble though. No? Okay. One <laughs> speaking up. All right. Um, so Lindsay and I were, uh, we'll, we'll take the Halloween thing because we just came out of Halloween, right? This will be probably a couple weeks removed after that. But it's like, you, especially in the Christian world, it's a hotly debated topic, right? And then we don't, we don't need to get into the weeds in that. Like, okay, do we do Halloween? Do we not do Halloween? Um, is it the devil's holiday? Blah, 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 all these things, right? So for Lindsay and I, we were talking about this and we did kind of like loosely celebrate Halloween, right? Our kids dressed up as princesses, blah, blah, blah. We went and walked the block you know, own about an hour with our kids. They got candy, right? The whole mm-hmm. thing, right? But we don't decorate. We didn't do any of that kind of stuff. We passed out some, we left a bowl out front uh, and Lindsay wrote, that says, take as much as you think your grandma would allow you to or something stupid <laughs> like that. But it, it, it brought us into this thing of like, she's like, well, you know, X, Y, and Z about Halloween, right? It's, it's truly a satanic holiday, whatever. And so at the end of the day, how do you figure out in a peaceful way, like what is most important. So for Lindsay and I, I was thinking about this. Someone was said that, well, what if someone prays, this is going to turn about Halloween. It's fine. Someone says, what if you prayed, what if uh, a, a Wiccan or whoever prayed over the candy and your kids ate it, right? I said, well, hmm. that negates the fact that I'm still covered by the blood of Jesus, right? So Lindsay and I were going back and forth and he said, for us in this scenario, I think the the first thing is you have to take it, at least from my perspective, you have to take it situationally. So she was like, someone was getting crazy with her about Halloween. I said, what is our mission on Halloween? Is it to walk around and get candy and be scared and all those kind of things? Or for us, it was getting to know our neighbors. So um, so this year, we, I, you know, we moved in a few months ago. All the neighbors have been saying hi to us, blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, bring the kids around, all that kind of stuff. So we walked around. We met like a good chunk of our neighbors and people in our neighborhood. And and when it came to Halloween specifically, I was like, there is no way that just because I'm out there getting candy with my kids, you know, that somehow the the enemy is going to attack me. Not saying he's not going to. I'm not saying that's not a bad, you know, I'm not saying all these things. But I'm going to go out with a purpose to connect with my neighbors 
and I know that I'm going to be covered by the blood of Jesus. So Lindsay and I, that's what we decided upon. Like, is it, does it go into the vision of our marriage? Does it go into the overall mission, so to speak, of our marriage? And I don't know if you could say about everything, but generally, like, what are our, what are our family values, right? It went circled back to that. And that's how we navigated that situation. So Ben, you tell me, I know that you, there's a few things that you and your wife don't agree with. You have an example? Oh, well, we don't agree on any of the holidays, really. I grew up not celebrating anything, including my birthday. Wow, uh, really? Yeah, because my parents would always say uh, there are three examples of people celebrating their birthday in their in the Bible. Okay. And all three of them ended with someone's head getting chopped off. Wow. <laughs> That's dark. And so some of my parents are like, we don't ever celebrate birthdays. We don't celebrate birthdays. That's not what we do. <laughs> and so I never grew up celebrating my birthday, uh, never celebrating Halloween, never celebrating Christmas. We just celebrated nothing. So like, I'm okay not celebrating anything. I don't feel like I've missed out on anything, really. That's, that was your parents' reasoning? That, that was their reasoning. they celebrated birthdays <laughs> yeah. and their heads got chopped off. Yep. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard, dude. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. But it's true. There are, there are three examples of people celebrating their birthdays in the Bible. Oh my gosh. And all three, of, like someone lost their head in all three of those stories. And so, yeah, and so because of that, we never celebrated anything. So after we had kids, I was like, I don't give a, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't really care for celebrating anything, really. Uh, I, I made it to adulthood and like, I didn't feel like I missed out on anything. And so I'm okay not celebrating anything, but Amy, she, she wants to, she's like, you know, we shouldn't, just because you grew up and that doesn't mean that, you know, we should let our kids <laughs> go through that as well. Interesting. And so she's all about celebrating everything. So we celebrate Halloween. Uh, I mean, she's even decorated the home and stuff like that as well. Uh, but again, like I, I do it because I want to support the family and you know give the kids a a good time. But uh, other than that, like I don't really, I don't, I don't care for it. So how do you, how do you come to an agreement? Like, what do you finally do? So you're not, okay, so you're not celebrating holidays, birthdays, whatever. So does your family, like your immediate family, your girls and, mm -hmm. and your wife now, do you just not celebrate your birthday? We now do. Oh, now we do. So now they, okay. they make it a point to celebrate my birthday, even though like I'm always awkward about it. Like I don't, I don't really care for it. Uh, but like, they whatever. do, yeah, but they do get a cake. My wife makes like, uh, a rum cake or like a oh that's right we had yeah. that a little while that was a yeah. good cake she'll make rum cake or she'll do like those bourbon balls yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like she does ganache with, with bourbon and she puts cocoa powder on it it's oh, freaking awesome yeah, so your wife good. can throw down some food <laughs> yeah uh, so she'll she'll make stuff like that and then we'll celebrate our birthday now but like I really don't care for it if we did or did not wow interesting yeah Um. so how do you is it more of a, I don't want to, or I just don't care to? I don't care to. Okay, so like what about, what other holiday that you two not agree with, for example? She's big on Christmas. I could care less for Christmas. Really? Yeah. I, and like for me, it's really not a Christian holiday. Like I don't think sure. much of it. 
Well, um, a lot of our for one, we don't know that Christ was born on December twenty fifth. Yeah, a lot of our holidays uh, are repurposed. Yeah, actually. So, but yeah, and so like I really I I don't care for it. When we got married, was the first time we ever got a tree. Mm. Uh, and she wanted to do the whole traditional thing, so we would go out and go buy a tree and you know put it in the house. Wow. Uh, My wife now, would murder me if we didn't celebrate birthdays or Christmas. Oh yeah, she would like. Uh, I mean that's. The, the yeah. only reason why I do it now is to appease the family. Really? Wow. Uh, for me, it means nothing, any of the holidays. So, wow. Yeah. Wait, we really don't know when Christ was born? We don't know for no. sure. Oh, man. No. That's new to me. <laughs> yeah, no. I was always like, happy birthday, Jesus. Well, I mean, it's like, it's still, that's what, the that's what as Christians, we are still celebrating that. It's yeah. just, we don't have like an official time. Okay. But, um, like, are we the, it's, it's, it's so commercialized oh, now sweet that, Jesus. Are we like, going to get into this? <laughs> is, is it even anything to do with Christ anymore? Yeah. If you notice the holidays that, are, that we celebrate here in USA, they are separate, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the purpose behind it is financially. Yeah. So the economy keep moving. Right. You, you're going to see that as soon as, soon as one season ends, the other one starts because right. they start to sell, right? So... A clear example is the, the Cinco de Mayo, right? In Mexico, mm -hmm. it's nothing, but here it's big. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and they, they and they, they most of of us or the people here think that is the independence independence of Mexico. Oh, but it's not. Oh. We don't celebrate no. it there, right? Right. But uh, but they just chose that day because there was nothing, and that's how, that's how I make it feel. There's mm -hmm. nothing what mm. to celebrate, so they just chose that one, and you have an excuse to make that. So. Um, I think that is as a as a father, you know, and and growing in a family like that, not mm -hmm. not as strict like yours, because I I celebrate birthdays and Christmas, right? But I can understand that if you try to go to the to the root, uh, all the root of where this came from, you're gonna mm -hmm. find something that is Bible, right? Yeah, yeah. They know mm -hmm. they don't celebrate Christmas in the Bible, you know. Even right. though, I mean, if we don't see a tree. We don't see presents. They, know. they try to adopt it. I don't know where that came from exactly, mm -hmm. right? But but the point is that, that, that Jesus was born. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. So for me, decisions like this, I base on the information. Mm -hmm. Why inf what information do we have, right? You're so logical. Yeah. Just like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. What do we have, you know? In my family, we, like, I grew up not drinking, not mm -hmm. smoking. Yeah, yeah anything you know so and and right now you know uh, that has changed not because uh because i want to it's because i've been able to see the fruits of the people that is um really transparent you know the mm -hmm. transparency of that so that now i'm trying to apply that to my family this is the first year when like even my daughter asked me if she can go dress to school we didn't do that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. usually we just don't send them to school they mm -hmm. just stay at home. And the day when they, well, everybody's going to get dressed. Oh, so, for Halloween. On Halloween, you yeah. know. But this year, they we did it, you know. And I said, yeah. And and I, what is the information behind it that we have? Like, my, my wife has a lot of information saying, like, a lot of things happen during Halloween. You know, um, there are testimonies of people, pastors and um, babies being sacrificed. And you can find that in, mm -hmm. the, in, in, in sure. Google. You'll find... Uh, testimonies of people how kids get lost and they sacrifice them, mm -hmm. right? So, um, so for me, it's about information, you know, and and what is the background that you have to to take a decision for your family, right? 
is it good or is it bad? You know, you, you just take a decision to teach your family. And right now there is this battle um, of uh, there's people that just live their life exactly how they, how it was in the Bible, mm -hmm. right? But we got to consider that it was a different culture. Usually when you read the Bible, you want to ask why, why mm -hmm. it was said or why it was written to who, you know, and then you, you take the principle. You mm -hmm. cannot use the same, the same style for you because we are in different cultures. Even right now, different cultures live different, right? Yeah. In Mexico, even going to the movie theaters was a sin, you know, when really? I was going, yes, even why? going to, because, um, I think Psalms, Psalms one, it says that if, uh, Joy to the ones that, that never sit in the seat where Eat all the sinners have sitting before, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And they wow. use that to say, yeah, you can't go to a movie theater because mm -hmm. a lot of sinners sit oh, there. Oh, yeah. And then I say, well. Did you grow up in a Pentecostal uh, church? Yes. How yeah. about a restaurant, you know? How about a restaurant? You want to go to a restaurant? Yeah. So <clears throat> thanks for awakening. I mean, I, I, I've seen a lot of things right now, but there is a risk when you want to go to the other, the other, the other side, you know? The Bible talks about. And, and and information is the one that you have on your consciousness. Mm -hmm. What you have in your conscious is what counts a certain point. So your conscious is fit with information. If you know that something is bad consciously and you are being part of that, you got to be careful. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? Yeah. If you don't know, like what, what Tyson was saying, I didn't know that Christ wasn't born, you know, on, on that day. There are a lot of things that... that, that you you might be um, forgiven about you know, mm -hmm. but right now we are on this battle of information, mm. you know. So that's what I'm saying. I take my decision based on facts, mm. on what what and 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 the ones that I don't have an answer, I I usually pray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's a good. Uh, it's just interesting because there are so many things that people are going to pass judgment on you for. Halloween, whatever it is, um, apparently going to movies, celebrating birthdays. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for one, for one, Lindsay and I did this basic thing, as believers at least. Is it a salvation issue? That's always where we come. It's like you break everything apart. Is it a salvation issue? No? Okay. Well, is it like blasphemous, so to speak, against Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Are we saying he doesn't exist, right? Yada, yada, all kind of things. Um, and then we kind of just slowly work our way down through this list, this mental list that we have. Um, because there are so many times, especially as Christians, we get so wrapped up into all these debates and what we should or we shouldn't. And um, I just feel like we're going to get to heaven and Jesus is going to like, you guys are dumb. Like, you guys are wasting right. so much time worrying about all these things and I wanted you to do this, mm -hmm. right? Um, whether you can't go to the movie theater or whatever it is. Um, so it's just, it's, 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 yeah, it's interesting. So let me ask you this specific question. If you had a, a topic or a situation, right? Your, your wife wanted to do something and you did not want to do it. Because I think there's a difference between not caring if you do it mm -hmm. versus I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. Because um, there are things like, I don't really care, but like there are things that, you know, I hold a strong line to. What would you do to navigate that situation? Your wife wanted to do the thing. You did not want to do the thing. 
I, I experienced this before because my wife, she grew up here, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in Mexico and that's totally different influence. But, I'm, and this, I want to recognize her because she submitted mm. my, my decision. She was always very submissive. And I want to say that um, that has been part of the blessings. I mean, mm-hmm. a huge part of the blessings. That my, you know, if you see my kids and you see my, my family, it's a really uh, very stable family, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's the reason why we create, we build this. I mean, she followed me. Mm-hmm. It was, I remember her when she moved from here to, to Mexico. And in the church that we were going, they couldn't use uh, earrings. You know, mm-hmm. if you use earrings, that was a sin, right? Yep. You cannot use makeup. And, oh, yeah. and, and my wife <laughs> likes to do that. You know, she, she likes to look presentable. Uh, mm-hmm you know, well to the people. And I, that's something sure. that I didn't understand, you know, but the woman, they, the woman, they, they, that's something they want to, they want to look good. Sure. Not because of others, you know, like we used mm-hmm. to think as men, we used to think, oh, who are you trying to impress? You yeah. Know? That's not it's what it's about. Not, yeah. That is not the point. Right. That is not the point. But, um, she struggled a lot, but she was obedient. You And, and one of the things that I, I was, I've been teaching my kids is, it doesn't matter um, as long as you feel it's getting you closer to the Bible, mm. you be obedient because there was always this fight against like uh, dress, you know, how are you going to dress at church? You yeah, know? Yeah. And, and you become just kind of like a follower and then you submit to those things. Mm-hmm. But I teach my kids, you, you submit to your authorities that are trying to look for your own good. Pastors, wow. you know, leaders, yeah, you yeah. submit to them. You, because that's, you know, the enemy is just trying to be rebellious. That's what he's trying to create on you. Mm. And if you don't submit, that's the first thing you already start to doing bad things because the problem is not that, that the action you're doing is because you're being rebellious. And wow. that, that, mm-hmm. that's what the devil does. You know, right. he, was, he was rebellious. I don't want to obey. The obedience was is the first thing you want to teach is the value. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just wow. tell me how to do it and I do it. So my kids are raised like that. So, but my wife was very submissive into into that, um, and she did. She was, and and we were blessed doing that. You know, going into this new season for us, uh, become becoming part of Awaken is honestly I enjoy that. You know, I never like. Um, even dancing, I never danced before. Now I can have fun with my wife, you know, uh, little, dancing. A little too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> you saw this that day, right? When we went to the party. Was that was good. a wedding, that was different. And the wedding, no, but it was, It was. I mean, I remember one of our pastors in Mexico talking about, sometimes it's not the Holy Spirit talking to you, you know, it's your conscious mm-hmm. or your religious conscious. The, the religious conscious is the knowledge that you have about you know, how you were set up at the beginning of your of your uh, Christianity life, right? Right. But um, now, under these situations, like if my wife disagrees with something, I think that she she will go for what I said. Wow. She will go for what my, my wife, she could be, she can get mad really easy or not even really easy, but she can get mad at something when she see an injustice. But when when we talk about submission, she submit on their dad. Mm-hmm. And then if she has something to say, like, uh, like she, what she thinks, she will do it. She will express it, uh, you know, and anything, uh, even I was trying to buy a car uh, 
last week and I saw a nice car, hybrid. It was mm. fantastic. And she said, no. Mm. And I didn't get it. Yeah. Mm. And three days later, I got something better than. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, I learned that that her her voice is is mm-hmm. something yeah. that can help as well. I think that's that's incredibly powerful. What you just said is to not to learn to not be a tyrant, right? I think that that's where this conversation is about to go. Is um, as as you look at your wife and you look at different situations, it's easy to become a tyrant because you think that your wife always has to submit mm-hmm. or be obedient. Yeah, And what you just said right there is really powerful because there's been plenty of times when I'm like, okay, no, my, I need to, you know, let my wife make the decision on this and something happens or some shift happens where I would have never perceived it. Yeah, And even though it wasn't what I wanted or what I thought should be done, yeah. it's, you know, so that's, that's really good. And when we take that position, sorry that I'm, I'm taking too long, but no, when no, we that's take good. that position, I, 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 there are, there are experiences that I want to share with you. Like, if you take that position, like I'm the man of the house, I never fail, and my word is the only one, you're just leading your family to a failure. Because mm-hmm. mm. this is like a team. I mean, right. if if you if you are the uh, the pitcher and the catcher, they need to work together. Yeah. If mm-hmm. only one side is gonna is gonna do everything or is gonna say everything, it's not gonna work. The catcher has something important to say. So mm-hmm. there was one time when when um, I invite my neighbor na- my neighbors to eat, we want to go eat out, right? And I said, hey, let's go eat out, you know? And the kids, I told the kids, they were like uh, around 13, 14 years, and then to the little one, I have kids, they were kids, right? And I came to the house and I said, we're gonna eat dinner with our neighbors, we're going out. And they got so excited. And then- You're getting burgers, right? Uh, yes, we were getting burgers. 20 minutes later, I got my neighbors, my neighbors texting me saying, oh, we can't go. So then I canceled. Mm-hmm. I canceled even with my family. And the kids, they were, you know, you, you probably can notice this, but I was mm-hmm. called to the room right away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's What are the, you doing? <laughs> it's the best. I mean, my wife was so wise to call me and she was just like, hey, I just need to tell you that that you're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. She said, because you you you're not going because of the neighbors. You're going because of your family. Right. So, and then I got mad because my kids, they start to complain and I got really mad before. Really? That's when she called me to the room and said, like, hey, can you mm-hmm. come? You know? And, and, and I learned, I got to apologize to my kids. That was a really nice learning experience. Mm-hmm. I apologized to my kids and I told them, look, because of these, these, all that she said, I just opened up and then I said, we are going to eat hamburgers. That uh, that was the an incredible night, mm. wow! Fantastic night. Mm. I even ended up the night the night, and I had to uh, tell my wife, "Thank you for what you have done." Mm-hmm. So it's not about being. I'm the man of the house, and you know I'm gonna do what I what I think what I said. It's about working and leading your house mm-hmm. as a team, saying, "Hey, what do you think?" Because that's the only voice you have, you know, and right <laughs> and on your side. So. It's a great adventure. Yeah. Uh, Tice, how have you started to navigate this as a newly married man? Um, yeah. What has it been, six months? Uh, I think eight. Eight, eight? months. Okay. Just under a year. Nice. This is all like uh, information <laughs> for me. I'm just like taking all this in because, man, it's funny. You said, don't be a tyrant. And I found yeah. that uh, since I've been married, 
I feel like I'm calling the shots a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the times where she's like, no, maybe we should do this. There's a little disagreement. And I'm like, no, like I'm older. Like I know better. I'm the man mm-hmm. of the house type thing. And I realized quickly that, you know, when I actually understand like her side, sometimes like that's a way better option. Oh yeah. You know? Yep. And there's been several times when, when I actually slow down and take a moment to understand, you know, why we should do it her way. Mm-hmm. And I truly get it. Then it's like, oh yeah, we should definitely be doing that, babe. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's been a learning curve for me. Um, but as far as like disagreements, like you guys are talking about with the holidays and stuff, you know, Christmas, Halloween, uh, when it comes to being like a Christian, Christian couple, I mean, we really haven't crossed that yet. You know, wow. it's just kind of like, yeah, we've done this our whole lives. We haven't really felt like convicted about it mm-hmm. and we don't feel like we're like falling into sin. And so we're having fun. You know, Halloween, you know, we went to like this haunted Halloween dance, you know, when we were first Mm -hmm. uh, together and like, yeah, it was a good time, you know? Yeah. I don't ever, and even to this day, I'm not like, man, Lord, forgive me for going, like, there's none of that. It's just like, that was a good memory that Mm -hmm. we had together. And so I feel like sometimes people can get a little over religious on those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're celebrating Halloween to worship Satan, then yes, there's an issue there. Sure. But man, if your kids are dressing up, you know, I feel like right now we're seven IR when we have kids that we're going to go have fun with them. You know, they want to dress up as mm-hmm. like, dad, I want to be a zombie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead and be a zombie, <laughs> son. <laughs> you know, if that makes you happy. But then, you know, we're still, uh, you know, praying with our kids and mm-hmm. talking to them about Jesus. And that's kind of where my, I am right now with it, but who knows? It might change. Yeah. No, it might change. It changed when, yeah. when you get Did to you guys that. celebrate Halloween, Abe? Like, um, with your kids? It's not a, um, a day that, that it's important, but my, my daughter asked me this last time. They went to a party, um, my older, my oldest one. And then my Lilia, she went dressed to school. Mm-hmm. The only thing is like, no monsters, no things, you know, like, you know, but, um, I have something in mind comparing my old life, you know, the way that I was living is what you just said. If I know that they're going to be doing something extremely, you know, for Satan or something like that, of course, you know, if it's, if it's something very explicit, uh, then no, you know, um, I, I, I didn't have any problem, you know, even, even today, I think like if you wouldn't see me a year ago and then I see people coming dressed up in their church, I will be like, what are they doing? You know, this mm-hmm. is, but um, we got to understand that, that uh, at this season, at this time, God is going to try to reach as, mm. as many people as he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to, and no matter what, as, as John said, now I don't want to use an excuse like to say, Hey, you know, let's go to a strip club because I want to, yeah, I want to yeah. bless the ladies over there. You know, <laughs> we're not going to preach to, the gospel. I want to <laughs> preach the gospel over there and tell them that I can be there and have self-control on myself. Mm. I don't want to do that. You Need know, to support her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's uh, trying to know. go to college. <laughs> yeah. She so. needs these dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just not kidding. saying that. Yeah, yeah. But now we have to be, we have to be, uh, realize that as long as, 
Well, Paul said something in the Bible when he said, if, if someone comes to you and tells you that it's being sacrificed to an idol, and that means like they, they gave it to another God, you know, to an idol, right? He said, go ahead and eat it if, you know, yeah. you can eat it. That's a good one. You can, yeah. you, you can yeah. eat it. And, 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 and I'm, I'm going back again because he calls to the conscious because he said, you are conscious that you're not eating because of that God. You know that that is a fake God, mm. but you know who the real God is, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right now, you know, there there are a lot of things that I'm understanding. I say, yeah, the, God give us freedom. And 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 there are churches right now that are very, very strict on, on, on this subject, you know, about how, how to live. But I'm the one that thinks that, and they hate when when the people say, I believe or I think. They say they tell you no, what the Bible said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think that God creating a human being with a logic so he can be attached only to a Come room, on. You know? exactly. Otherwise, uh -huh. he yeah. wouldn't tell us yeah. these are the, the yeses, these are the no-nos, right? Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be easy. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. You know? But that gives us that opportunity because if I have a Camaro, a car, you know, yeah. and I don't only want to drive it in the city, I don't want to run it in the in the freeway to the high speed that is capable of, right? Mm -hmm. So then why the engineer created it, right? Yeah. So I'm just thinking that, that God gave us that diversity, oh, yeah. that freedom. And God is excited to see how are we going to use it. On this case, you know, you're going yeah. out and, and God might be like, you're going out with your kids. It's like, oh, John is, it's, it's connecting to these people. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're going to be a testimony. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's about information. It's about what is the purpose behind this, you know, um, and, and how are we going to use it? Yeah. All right. Well, you, when you do that, unfortunately, like if you were just to be a robot, you completely negate like the Holy Spirit, you know, and him speaking to you through those things, right? Like we're all should be able to make those decisions, like as God convicts us, right? Like those types of things. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. A really big one with Christians is like alcohol. Yeah. There's a huge debate on, should you drink alcohol? How much should you drink? You know? you uh just completely refrain from it and i've like, honestly experienced like all of those perspectives mm -hmm. like my my yep, like, view has always changed right. yeah what are you guys thoughts on alcohol i i mean i grew up very religious and so i never drank alcohol until i was out of college and it was only after that at those those that stage of life where I was just rebelling against the church and that's when I started to drink but then after a while I, like I started to read the Bible and understand that we have freedom and yeah, you know, yeah. like and that's the big part about Christianity that people don't really like take the time to explain is you have freedom like Abel was saying like you have a conscience. God gave you a mind and 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 logic to to think for yourself. You don't have to live in freedom. You don't. I mean, you don't have to live in bondage. You have freedom to make a choice. And the Bible does not say, "Do not drink." The Bible says, "Do not be drunk." And so, since then, I was like, ah, "I can drink. I have no problem drinking." And I've never abused alcohol to the point where I was, you know, completely wasted. Uh, but I think I think it's all right to have a drink uh, here and there, and I still I do it. Yeah, it's been yeah. 
if you use but it. But Abe doesn't, right? Abe, you don't yeah. drink. No, I, I drink wine. Oh, do you? Wine, okay. I can, that's the only thing I can oh, okay. do. I mean, oh, he gets frisky. Yeah. The red wine. <laughs> White wine. White? I, I get to the point. But it's something that I, I don't. I don't need it, you know. It's, right. it's it's something that you know. I grew up, I grew up like that without any right. alcohol drink. Mm -hmm. So my point is, like, if you know the alcohol damage your system, right? Mm -hmm. We know that. Just take a look what happens when you drink a little bit of alcohol. Right? Um, is it good? Is it bad? Is the same like when you eat a hamburger, you know, in in, in excess or so. I, again, um, there is this point here of at what point alcohol have you? Yes. Right. And the Bible said, do not get drunk, be fulfilled first with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. and that fulfillment, that, that passage of the Bible is talking about self-control. Mm. Because when you're fulfilled with the Holy Spirit, nothing is controlling you. Come on. Yeah. That's what mm -hmm. they're saying. Yeah. Do not let the alcohol control you, mm -hmm. but before let the Holy Spirit control you. Yes. So when the Holy Spirit controls you, he, and, 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 and this is a awful message that I've been trying to put together, is when the Holy Spirit controls you, how do you get to know the Holy Spirit? Through the Word mm -hmm. and through praying. So that's why it's very important for a Christian to read the word and pray. Those right. are compliments. If you try to be a Christian, just living every day and eating from Sunday to Sunday church, yeah, you are in a lot of risk. You're putting your family in a lot of risk. Mm -hmm. So um, it's about self-control. I really like some people in our church that they know that they're dealing with, with alcohol, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're they're actually dealing with self control. If it's not alcohol, it could be pornography. Exactly. Yeah. It could yep. be um, anger issues. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. it's about self controlling. You right. know, I, I think that that's what fast what fasting is. You are a sport guy. You know, you know that training is important. If you don't train when you get the time when you're playing, you're gonna fail. Mm -hmm. I think fasting is a training. So when you actually start to face the situation of self control. Because mm. fasting is like that. Fasting, you're training your body to tell him no. Yeah, you're denying the Holy it. Spirit. The you're Holy denying. Spirit has the control. No, yeah. not 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 me. Yeah, I think what you mm -hmm. said is is always also the root. Like, if you're in a tough situation, you should always be going to God, right? Whether it doesn't matter whether you're going about Halloween, birthdays, alcohol, whatever. Yeah, you should always be praying, seeking the wisdom of God when mm -hmm. it comes to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, that should always be your default, at least as a Christian guy. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, you know, after that, of course, seeking wise counsel, I would say, is another big one. So Yeah, I found that, like, God is so good that he wants you to enjoy this life. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be so miserable and you're just, you know, going through the trenches. And so with alcohol, for me, my relationship has been just so uh, volatile with um, drinking. And it started out in college because I never drank in high school. And I went to college and being a division one athlete, like the college athlete life is you work out, you, you know, go to class and then you, you play in the games mm -hmm. and then you party. Like, wow, that's it. Like you just party. Yep. You're partying with like all the other athletes and, um, it's nuts. And like the drinking there is like to the max like there's no such thing as 
um, let's just go have a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no self control. No, there's none. And you just get sloshed. And so that's how I started drinking. And I thought that was like just normal. Uh, normal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. And then it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I like the way mm-hmm. I, I am when I drink. Like, I would get super confident. I would talk to anyone and like I was just funnier. At least I thought I was funnier. <laughs> People would laugh at me and I was like, I'm so cool when I'm drunk. <laughs> that was what I thought. So it was like a good thing. And then um, I did that pretty much throughout all of college. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when college is up, um, you know, that lifestyle, the parties, the fast life, you know, that's all done. Mm. And you're stuck with this addiction. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this is only like with this one way of um, drinking. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I had to like, for the next few years, like I struggled with every time I had a drink, it was like, I had to get drunk. Wow. That was just like all I knew. And it wasn't until just recently, because I liked drinking. I was like, yeah, I feel good. And mm-hmm. like, it helps me loosen up. It's like, but I don't like getting drunk. And I started like the older I got, it just, uh, I could just feel like, you know, God's, um, like discipline on me. Every time I got drunk, like I would get mm. like super hungover. I would spend all this money that I didn't have. And I would just make a fool of myself and it yep. just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just recently, you know, I started to get to the point where I can drink now in a healthy way that is actually like redeeming. And I feel so much, uh, like grace and like mm. God's like blessing in it. Wow. To mm. where like, I can have like, one to three drinks and I feel amazing. I'm relaxed. I'm having a good time. And then I can still drive home. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in control the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I just feel good. And then the next day I wake up and I feel great. You know, I didn't spend all this money mm. and like, I just don't feel any conviction at all. And that's wow. like a really cool spot to be at. Yeah. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. how you should be drinking. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to partake, I mean, even if you decide not to, that's totally fine. But if you're going to, I think that that's that's a good wisdom right there. So, um, what else? What other what other wisdom do we have around uh, figuring out how to disagree with your wife in a healthy way? Do you think? So let me ask you guys this: Do you think, even if your wife knows it with all of her heart, whether it's knowledge, whatever? Um, if the decision you're about to make is absolutely 110% wrong, do you think that she should let you make it anyways? No. Really? I mean, if, no. if you are wrong, she shouldn't. Yeah. She knows 100% that you're wrong, in yeah. her opinion, or like, <laughs> it truly well, is objectively wrong. I, I, Well, I've heard two things. I've heard, like you just said no, but I've also heard someone say, yeah, let him make the decision and you still follow him. How like, bad is the consequence? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's. I guess it's a. I'm gonna give you an example. I hear people saying like, "We're struggling financially." Yeah. But I want that car for mm. me, so mm. I can drive it. Sure. And the woman's like, "Do whatever you want. Is your money?" That's not true. Yeah, that's. It's the family's money. You know. Right. So I think that if 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 you're gonna do a bad decision and the woman is like, "I can't say anything because it's his money," that's that's wrong. You have to raise your voice and say no. Like on this case, honestly, and they, 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 we get into an argument, and my Sharon and I, and I thank God that we get to the point that we can talk right now. 
you know, we don't have those extensive arguments anymore. You know, I don't know if every couple gets to that point, mm -hmm. but you hate to argue with your partner. But last week, I'm talking about about a car that it gets like 40 miles per gallon, you know? Yeah, is it like a Prius or but, something? Yeah, it was a Honda Civic, really wow. nice. It's a good car. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, and the outside. cars, yeah. But I'm mm -hmm. buying it for my daughter and the car is a manual, mm. you know, and she doesn't drive manual. So I'm thinking, doesn't matter. I can give mine to her and I can drive that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she doesn't agree because she wants me to drive the bigger car, you know. She said, like, you know, you need that. And and I got into that argument with her. Um, and I knew if I buy that car and something goes wrong, then it's gonna be on me. Yeah. I wanna share that. It's not that I'm a scary, I just wanna hear. I learned that before. And all my decisions, there is Shara there. I mean, even buying the house. One of these days I'm gonna tell my testimony about the house, but so I learned how to listen. So if if you close your 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 that opinion and you minimize it, oh I I, I don't think we're going in the right direction. So I think that the the wife needs to raise their voice, you know, get to the point like, you know I what? Agree. I mean, I know I'm gonna let you take that decision, but this, you know, this is my my position. So I think you gotta yeah. you gotta yeah. if you know that it's gonna be wrong, you know. So that's interesting. I think uh, it's it because you you want to say that it's only going to be me who's uh, affected by this decision. Yeah. But that's no as soon as you get married, that's no longer the case. Every decision that you make and or your spouse makes will affect both of you. Yes. So, um and that's what I think is interesting about sometimes about the world like when it comes to, you know, pornography or even going to church. What if you, yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, "Oh, this is only affects me or it won't affect uh, so that's not true." Yeah. That's not true. You become one. So everything that happens now affects both of you, regardless yes. of whether mm -hmm. you want to or not. Or yeah. Well, you gotta understand that like as you said, you are good, you're older. There are things that we are good at. Mm. That no one, you know, let's say if you are in a team and you are the first base and you're really good catching balls, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You only wanna wanna take decisions regarding catching balls. But your partner is really good batting. Mm -hmm. You want to let her take, you know, you want to let her take the big decision. Like, right. you know, yeah. on my kids, I never, never say, oh, unless I didn't like it. Don't dress them like that. Don't dress her like that. Mm -hmm. I never, Shara has really good taste on dressing the kids, you know, the, even myself sometimes it's like, I don't like that. Okay. I don't ask. I just change it. I don't, I just change it because I know she has, she has a good taste, you know? Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So um, if you realize that your wife is really good at something, use it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Use it because it's going to be better for, for your right. marriage. You got to that point too? Oh, or yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are times when I've reluctantly, even begrudgingly done something that Amy wanted to do. Mm. Uh, just not really feeling it at all. But sure. uh, it, the outcome was so much better than fighting over it and arguing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of compromise when it comes mm -hmm. to that stuff. Oh my Lord, my kids are loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Any closing thoughts? We're kind of approaching the end of this episode here. I think for me, it's just always, always about um, trusting, trusting, because for whatever reason, the world has convinced us that our wives are like, you know, their weights, their, the old ball and chain mm -hmm. or whatever. 
but trusting that she really is, you know, the best uh, partner. She really is wise and has wisdom and those types of things and hears from God and hears from the Holy Spirit arguably better than I do. So that I need to trust that. I need to trust. It's almost like that I need to trust God through her Mm -hmm. in a sense, right? I need to trust that he has enabled her to make good decisions, that I'm not the only one, um, of course, and all those other things. But uh, it's always about that going back to prayer and and everything else for me. So, um, and of course, seeking wise counsel. Seeking wise counsel is powerful. So, right. What else? That it? That's it? We're just going to end it there? We're going to call it episode 22? Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) While we were recording this, I posted our first reel. Oh, you did? I did. Of Benny Boy talking. (laughs) Benny Boy. (laughs) Benny Boy dropping some knowledge. (laughs) All right. You know what would be funny is if like you posted a reel... And just Ben just had his shirt off. <laughs> like you just like, you like, like scan the room like that. And just Ben like... is just like shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> With like a turban on. <laughs> With a turban on. I love it. I, I love should it. make that happen. Dude, oh you should gosh. do that. That'd be cool. I should That's do that. Fun. Do you have so a turban? Is, is the, turban? the mustache going oh, real? Nah. Is the mustache cool going one. real? Oh, the mustache is going strong. Okay. I think, we, I think we need to all grow oh, a mustache and take a photo. Yeah. Tyson's is going strong too. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, you would look good, man. But that Movember? Have you heard yeah, that? Yeah, dude from Movember. Yeah. But no, I mean, dude, you have... Yeah. His beard is like perfect. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Ben is very well groomed. Ben, ben, Ben's yeah. beard is that like... That thing is yeah. like perfect. Just let it get bushy, <laughs> shave it, Just, and you have a mustache. I get all Rastafarian down here if I let it grow. It gets all like naughty and... I love it. Yeah. I and love mess. it. <laughs> Gotta get some beard oil and just comb it out. Yeah. I have Hot. to use uh, beard covers and I hate it. If I, when I go to work. Oh, really? Beard yeah. cover? Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, if I go into the floor, I don't, I don't, the manufacturing floor is uh Is that generally why you keep your stuff mm, short? Yes, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to, you have to. That's so smart. I hate it. Yeah. That's probably smart. I don't, want, I don't like that. Okay. Trust your wives. Trust your significant others. Trust yes. God. That's it. That's what it always boils <laughs> down to, right? Let's not <laughs> yeah. make it more complicated needs to be. Uh, episode 22 of the Menovation. Uh, check us out on Instagram. All those good places. Make sure you don't miss a thing. Um, we got some good stuff in the pipe. We got some really good guests. Um, I haven't told you guys this, but you guys will be on board. Um, we have a youth. Oh, we have an incredible story of a person who's experienced healing. Uh, and I have another guy who uh, just has incredible knowledge around finance. Really, okay. really smart. And then we know another gentleman who is mixing it up in the, in the, uh, the fitness game. So the real Schneiderman, go check him oh, out. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a, a collaboration with him because he's got some funny stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story offline. Okay, that's it. Peace.